Breakfast puppies, dinner puppies, lunch puppies. Ain't no thing. I'll dust all them puppies because I'm Jebediah. I'm the farmer over here. I got all your dust and puppy needs. We're all set to begin, so let's dive right in to bikers, dice, and bars. Talking bicycles and motorbikes, gamer things and all the like. You can listen to it in your cars, but mostly it's about dive bars. Bikers, dice, and bars. Welcome to another Bikers, Dice, and Bars character jam. Uh, As usual, this is a bonus thing that we sort of record after an episode when we are good and tanked and judging from the amount of times i've had to start this over and from the cuts here i think we we qualify for that is this take three <laughs> this is whatever i this don't is, know this take math now uh <laughs> as usual i am uh, your dungeon master in pc just jacob and joining us for this special episode i'm tinsel wait no i'm linsel <laughs> like tinsel but with an l <laughs> linsel <laughs> Ah, Linzel in the house. No, Tinzel. Tinzel. Tinzel Washington. Oh, and I'm Poppy Beaujolais. Okay, welcome back, folks. Let's do a character jam. And this time we're taking it to uh, something of a retro clone of an old school game. And this one is called The Nightmares Underneath. Hey, NPCs, sometime on the mics, will you tell us your feelings about retro clones? Sounds I love retro clones. Excellent. Yeah, they're they're amazing. Uh, I play them almost exclusively these days. Excellent. (laughs) What is a retro clone? A retro clone is a game that is designed and inspired, designed to emulate and inspired by old school D&D or some other old school game. There are other retro clones out there. Uh, mostly it's old school D&D. Hmm. And that's like the six stats. Player skill is more important than character skill. Kind of open, uh, open sandboxy style play. Okay. You play in the hammer crawl game. Correct. So hammer crawls are retro clone. Okay. Yeah. So it's a D20 system. Mm, not necessarily. Because mm-hmm. no. like okay. you could certainly have an old game like Shadowrun and there could be a retro clone based off that yeah. which okay. would not be D20 at that point. There's a okay. retro clone of Warhammer called mm. Zwyander. Hmm. Yeah. It's actually retro much better clone. than Warhammer. I disagree. I think Warhammer Fantasy fight happening. Warhammer Second Edition is the perfect game, and I will fucking fight you. <laughs> and I did not oh, like what shit, you guys. They just both pulled swords. <laughs> and I did not Sir? like the way Zwyander took it. However, we're Sir? not here to talk about Zwyander. Put you your sword away. <laughs> We are here to talk about... Choose your weapon, sir. I was going to say, if you guys are going to fight over Warhammer, you're going to have to roll hit locations. My weapon is The Nightmares Underneath by John Stone Metzger. Hmm. This is a retro clone of old school D&D inspired by Arabic and Persian mythology. You have the standard formula of a bunch of people going into a dungeon. However, the setting has... It has its own explanation for dungeons. The dungeons are incursions from the nightmare realm that have clawed their ways into reality. They pop up here and there. One might open its door somewhere randomly on the wilderness. Another one might just suddenly appear as that back door that you never 
saw before behind the butcher's shop. Hmm. Your characters are adventurers, people who have stepped outside of their lives, their social structure to go down and destroy these dungeons. Hmm. You venture forth into these nightmare incursions to find the heart of the dungeon. That sounds kind of sexy. The heart is a treasure and you must bring it out. Yeah. By bringing it out of the dungeon, the dungeon can be defeated and eventually collapses into nothing. Like Hmm. Davy Jones? With his heart and the thing and the the, the guy from the monkeys? No, yes. no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, just the, like the monkeys. No, from no, not like not the monkeys. Davy Jones, the, the other Davy Jones. Davy Jones locker is one of my favorite pieces of gaming art ever. Yes, and it is right, the, the, the black right. and white inside cover. It is simply a man walk, somebody walking past, hanging with a dangling axe head. Wait, we will on. be posting a photo. That. And beneath are the nightmares. Hey, Lencel, while Wait, we're having on. this photo break, would you hand me 3D6? Ooh. Oh, Each shit, of you is going to need three six. My dice are upstairs. It's, well, you'll have to use some of the plethora that are still here. Oh, no. Don't you have color preferences, I, I don't Jacob? care. Well, then I'm giving you black with red pips. <gasps> I need ones with numbers. <sighs> the art in this game is oh, phenomenal. Really luscious. Is amazing. Yeah, really yeah. nice. I want me a copy of this book so hard. So, so hard. And Johnstone Metzger wrote The Nightmares Underneath, and he has also since released uh, uh, a book. Oh, God, I can't remember the name of it, but I want to say it's called The Blasphemous Grimoire. Anyway, he, he released a book of nothing but spells and, and new mage types. And he also has a book out, which is a mega dungeon, and it is literally called The Dungeon Full of Monsters. Hmm. Is this, another, point negative. is this another Dan Bowl? Uh, yes, that oh. bowl full of dice, much like the Dungeon Full of Monsters, uh, is actually not at all like the Dungeon Full of Monsters, because <laughs> that one was made by a fellow named Dan who runs the Mom and Pop Wine Shop. Yeah, both of these dice Shout bowls. Shout out to the Mom and Pop Wine Shop. Thank you for <laughs> keeping us well lubed. <laughs> and with having beautiful cups and bowls for which, us, for which we Throw are dice. drinking and <laughs> dicing and oh dear. Okay. Whew. Yep. Okie dokie. <laughs> Should we assume? This game opens up. It's got a little bit of stuff about the background of the setting. Very basic stuff if you want to add some setting information and some between dungeon kind of characterization. However, this game is largely about going into the dungeons and defeating the threats of chaos that are coming up from beneath, from the nightmare realms. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm watching NPC page through the book to get to the character generation section, and he's passing page versus page of artwork. Amazing. Wow. That's beautiful. It's a little reminiscent of the uh, stories, you know, scary stories to tell in the dark kind of style of artwork, but less creepy. Yes. Yes. Just. Like, oh, that's gorgeous. The art that, that he put together for this is extremely evocative. Mm. It, it puts together exactly the feel that you want for this setting. Oh, God, I'm so tired and so drunk, guys. Come on, let's go. Okay, so first <laughs> thing you need to do is you're going to write down your six stats. They're slightly different well, than D&D, curses. so I'm going to read them to you in order. All right, I'm paying attention. They are alphabetical in order. Okay. Charisma, or cha. Dexterity, or dex. Ferocity, or F-E-R, that is basically strength, aggression, athletic power, and so on. Health is needed not only to stave off death, but also to enjoy life while it lasts. Intelligence, 
And then finally, willpower. And we're rolling 3d6. Now you're going to roll 3d6 <gasps> in oh the order. Oh my God. Down the well, line. And none, none, of, that, and none of that drop the lowest bullshit. Yeah, this we is like, this, up. this is All like, right. you, you got hardcore. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, good. Ooh. Son of a fuck. Oh my fucking God. Linsel well, just rolled a looks, three. Looks Poppy. like I'm playing take a three charisma. A, take a photo of that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my six charisma was bad. Ooh, three. Mm. In my years of gaming, that is only the what? second three I've ever seen rolled for a character. Well, I think we may see one more in the next five rolls. Let's see how it goes. The first <laughs> one was rolled for an NPC that a buddy of mine helped me roll up for Stars Without Number game that I'm rolling right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lindsay, you screwed. Uh, okay, that is a significantly better roll. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. 17 down the end of the table. <laughs> you know, I struggle a little bit with F-E-R to show Furiosity since it, it looks like a P-E-R for perception. Yeah. <laughs> this may be the greatest character I've ever rolled. Mm. Oh, I got a three. You got a three? For int. Intuition? <laughs> Or is that intuition take, or take, intelligence? Take another picture of that. This is <laughs> this is amazing. My mind is blown, guys. Three in mm. one session. Oh my god, that is or two that in is one a session. Incredibly average roll hey, across uh, Linsel, the board. What would your intelligence be? Uh, I got a twelve. Does that make me oh, the genius? <laughs> <laughs> I am slightly We're above average. Go on an adventure. <laughs> hey, that's racist. No, that's southern. Is that's classist. <laughs> that's classist. <laughs> regionalist. Regionalist. Oh, dear. Okay. Are you done? Yes. All right. Read to me what you got. We'll start with you, Tinsel. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my character has a charisma of three. Uh, pitiful. A dexterity of 15. Significant. It's but not overwhelming. And then the rest of their stats fall decidedly within average. Furiosity of nine. Health of 11. Intelligence of 12. And a will of 11. What you got, Poppy? Uh, charisma of six. Awesome. <laughs> uh, dexterity of 12. Ferocity of 16. Mm. Health of 12. Intelligence of three. Oof. And willpower of eight. Okay, Oof. so this is a Pekingese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is just Jacob with a charisma of 14. Oh, my God. He's the face of the group. <laughs> oh, you think so now? You're like a, you're like a cell phone company sales rep. Good Lord. Dexterity seven, ferocity nine, health of thirteen, intelligence of eight, willpower of seventeen. So, Linsel, how did you get this group together? <laughs> how did I get this group well, together? Well, hold on. What now- is your intelligence? Twelve. <laughs> well, yeah, oh my gosh, you're so smart. I'm pretty sure that you guys wouldn't want to be anywhere near me. I suspect my character stinks. <laughs> so He's now, got a charisma of three. Now you got to put numbers next to them. Mm. So if anybody has a three, put a minus three next to it for its <laughs> modifier. If anybody has a number of four to five, put a minus two next to it. If anybody has a number from six to eight, put a minus one. If anybody has a number from nine to 12, put an X. There's no modifier. 13 to 15 is plus one. 13 to 14. 13 to 15. To 15? Yep. 16 and 17 
is plus two. And then finally, 18 is plus three. I don't Nightmares think beneath. You're playing around with the bell, gar- uh, bell curve we were expecting. Not oh, there. my gosh. This is no, good. no. This is the standard bell curve. This is, it? is This is the old school, not the... Oh, hmm. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, 9, 10, 11, and 12 are nothing. 13, 14, 15 are plus one, 60. Yeah. Yep. 18 is plus three. 19 is plus four. Four twenty is plus five, so, mm-hmm. it, so it bounces it, up faster. Yeah, balances things right there in the middle, and then uh, as you get closer to the extreme, the modifiers ramp up pretty quickly. So now you each need to pick a class, uh, the <laughs> a profession. Sorry, there are eight professions. I'm going to tell you what they are, and then we're going to match them to your stats because you really want to do you do want to be good at what you're choosing. <laughs> I deny that. The professions are assassin, bard, champion, cultist, fighter, scholar, thief, and wizard. I think with an intelligence of three, I'm a cultist. (laughs) Not necessarily. Okay, Linzel. Linzel! What are your highest two stats? Well, my dexterity is my highest stat with a 15, a plus one. Otherwise, everything else is on the average level. I've got a 12 as my next highest. So I feel like a thief is probably the best bet. Um, You could do assassin. uh, He's not an assassin. I mean, if he's an assassin with a charisma of three, I feel like, well... Maybe that just means that he works through an immediate. You're the ice man. <laughs> yeah, I prefer assassins I think are essentially martial thieves. They're skilled at climbing, disarming traps, handling poisons, hiding, hurt, hunting. So that's it, hurting, <laughs> uh, moving silently and stealthily, picking locks, tinkering mechanisms, and keeping their gear in good working order. I, you know, I think an assassin is just a little too organized for me. So I think I'm going to embrace thiefliness. Uh, because I think that this character is more likely to be a street level, uh, uh, pickpocket slash. Uh, All right, then you know, your profession is thief. The prime attribute for a thief by itself is dex. Poppy, no. What are your highest two stats? Um, dexterity is twelve. Ferocity sixteen. I think health you're, twelve. I think you might be an assassin, which could be dex and ferocity. Mm. Is there, or isn't there a fighter equivalent? I'm cool with being an assassin. Ferocity. <laughs> what's your ferocity of sixteen? Ouch. Okay, fighter. Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Fighter. Fighter's yeah. good. What's your health? My health is a twelve. Um, you could also be a champion of evil. Ooh. I mean, champions of evil. So champions are essentially paladins, but they're divided across four different alignments. So champions of chaos get magic. Champions of evil are really good at murdering things. Okay, I'm a champion of evil. (laughs) (laughs) Champions of good uh, can heal people with lay on hands, essentially. And champions of law get a spiritual enemy that they can do bonus. Can my name be Donald? So you're you're a thief. I'm planning on being a thief. Yeah. You're you're a champion of evil. Champion of evil. So go team murder hobo. Is I, that what I, I'm hearing I, here? I feel like maybe there's something like that going on. <laughs> All right, and finally, Jacob. <laughs> my willpower is a 17. My charisma is a 14. You're a priest. No. Mm. <laughs> you're a cultist. Ooh. I'm thinking I might be a cultist. I don't remember how that. You'd make a pretty good cultist, I think. So your willpower is your highest. Yes. And your what's your intelligence? An eight. 
What's your health? A 13. I think you're going to be a cultist. (laughs) So not everyone has embraced the doctrine of law. Some still worship forgotten gods and practice strange creeds. They see society as theologically weak. While they have forged their philosophies through hardship and toil, it is no wonder they can stand against the invading darkness so well. Uh Cultists Mm, cultists. are essentially the clerics. However, they can't be lawful. There you go. I think think we've definitely got their prime attributes are health and willpower. Excellent. All right. We're going to go back to the thief here. Mm. Uh, So each of you is going to have what's called a hit die. Or HD, but you might just want to write out hit die. Uh, Champion, your hit die is a D8, while as thief and cultist, your hit die is a D6. I just wrote hit with an E, so I have a height die, apparently. Well, your height die is a D8. Okay. Everybody else is a D6. Booyah. Booyah. Uh, Thief, you don't have to write this down, but I'm going to say it anyway. I want to know it. You can't hide or be stealthy in a suit of plate. (laughs) Or when you are encumbered. You know, I think that's probably true for most th- non-thieves, too. And while you normally have a special ability to pretty much just search whenever, you cannot roll, you must roll to search like any other character when you wear a suit of plate. Wow. I don't think you're ever going to be wearing plate. No. In fact, I can be confident that I'm never going to be wearing plate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cultist. Yes, sir. You can't be lawful. So that, oh, yeah, we should pick alignments real quick. Uh, the alignments are good, evil, law, chaotic, lawful, chaotic, and neutral. Is uh, Poppy required to be evil? Yes. Yeah, I am evil. So I will also be evil. All right, Thief. Well, I, I feel like it's a torn. I mean, I feel like I want to embrace the chaos aspect are of you things without necessarily sleep? being truly evil. You could be chaotic. I think I'll just be chaotic. I'm just yes. rolling with you guys because I'm an opportunist and you seem like you know exactly. what you're doing. Yeah, follow so us. you're like the group mom. <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute. Group whoa, mom? Whoa. <laughs> Time out. Wait a minute. You said you seem like you know what you're doing. <laughs> What's your intelligence? <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, Three? <laughs> Eight? <laughs> yeah, but I have a charisma of three and a poor judge of character. <laughs> See, I, I have, I'm so evil because I have, I have no empathy and zero moral compass. Uh, you sound like somebody I want to hang out with. <laughs> no, honey. Nice to meet you. I have no moral compass. <laughs> Means I will also fuck you over. Oh, oh, I see. Suddenly, suddenly the kid gloves are off, huh? No, I mean, I'm saying I have no moral compass. You're not an exception. Cultist, we'll have to be your. Moment. You get to fight with your bare hands. You can throw things at people. You can use shields and wear light armor. Plus, you get to pick two choices from the following: blades, blunt weapons, firearms, garrots, mm. heavy armor, or missile weapons. I'll get back to you on that because that's a hard decision. Okay, uh, those you do not choose are restricted by your cult precepts or mm. you're simply not skilled at using them that's uh, pretty cool anyway you also must surrender half your income to the cult every time you retreat you come back from a dungeon as is appropriate uh, in order to gain the experience points from it how else would it be mm. uh you're skilled at religion well you, 
So the skill <laughs> section here is vague. You don't have set skills. Oh, okay. You have a general area of expertise, and you are skilled at the application and knowledge of religion and religious precepts. As much as someone can be with an intelligence of eight. And uh, I'm going to give you some special... Oh, wait, no, I'm not going to do special abilities yet. Uh, what do we have? A champion of evil? Your yeah, knowledge, your knowledge of, of religion is instinctual. <laughs> Dear God. All right. Champion of evil. Uh, no, baby. You must display your alignment prominently. It is tattooed across my forehead. Evil. <laughs> Evil. <laughs> like the very fruits of the devil. On her shield that has Evil. big writing where it says, no moral compass. Yes. <laughs> no gods, no masters. <laughs> you must <laughs> adhere to some kind of code, philosophy, or religion that reflects and promotes your alignment. Um, My code is just simply, fuck all y'all. <laughs> I don't know that I would consider that as promoting your religion. <laughs> mm. Fuck all y'all. I'm right, you're wrong. Shut up. Mm -mm. That sounds strangely familiar. <laughs> all right, and now we're going to... Catholicism? <laughs> no, no. I was talking about our current model. Sorry to all of our Catholic <laughs> listeners. Now we're going to actually go ahead and write down your special abilities. Okay. Ooh, I'm so ready. You ready for these? Yes. Uh, we got champion open, so that's what we're going to do. Hold on a second. Uh, be... I'm dyslexic. Give me a break. And I'm drunk. All right. Drunk, drunk, let's kick. What do you got you for me? Add your level to attack rolls. Okay. Add. Okay. When your group rests, mm -hmm. you can essentially help others heal. Hmm. So why would I do that? No, only if they are of the same alignment as oh, you. Oh, help <laughs> other evils. Maybe I should because be you're a champion of evil, so uh, they gain. I need them inspiration to be, yes. from your presence. Awesome, that's right, motherfucker. Or I guess I'm going to be evil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've converted one already. I mean, ultimately, I know <laughs> yes. why I'm rolling with you, crazy fuckers. <laughs> if I'm not going to just be, we evil. have the best drugs and the best women. Come on. Ooh, oh, you shit. always, um, you always know when magic in your presence requires or targets evil so you can sense evil or evil affecting magic or evil requiring magic did i hear that you too? always know when someone near you is evil yeah no that's why that's how we met <laughs> it's like <laughs> i feel like i can tell you anything I feel you don't so judge me. <laughs> choose one of these okay. as your special weapon got it axes mm. bows and arrows mm. clubs and maces Daggers and knives, mm. firearms, mm. garrots, picks and hammers, pole arms and spears, swords, and finally, thrown weapons. Mm. I really like the idea of a champion of evil that uses garrots. <laughs> Since I am a champion... Stay out of my turf. I took garrots. <laughs> Since I'm a champion of evil, I really think like one of my weapons would be a sounding device. Sounding So a sigh. So a thin strip of metal. I'm going to shove in people's penises. Stuff up ah! to Whoa, urethras and <laughs> cervixes. Okay, this is becoming a different kind of game. Good night, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, firearms. <laughs> and what, what's your highest stat? Ferocity. Ferocity. So you're going to want to pick something that's strength something based. Heavy. So a garrot. Uh, no, that's. <laughs> Garot is something you sneakily twist around someone's neck. I know, I'm real strong. Yeah, but you gotta maneuver 
Yeah, you need a maneuver to get to it. A maneuver. Darling, wake up. I've invented a maneuver. <laughs> the real question it's is, called the fuck you maneuver. It's called the fuck you. <laughs> you want to use one hand maneuver. or two hands. That's really the All big right, question. All right, so, okay. Uh, what was it? It's like swords and knives? Swords. Swords, swords axes, and knives, axes, axes. Maces. All my axes live in Texas. Uh, axes. Axes and, are fun. Uh, swords. Axes. So you swords. pick one. Fuck. Axes or swords. Sword or hammers. Mm, I, I hate bludgeoning people. Does sound like fun. Or does. So picks and hammers is one of them. So you get to use picks and hammers. Picks and hammers. Yeah, that's okay. a really good way to kill somebody. A pick or a hammer <laughs> with, a, with a fucking matock. Yeah. <laughs> picks and hammers because I'm an evil so motherfucker. So what that means is right, when you attack with this type of weapon, yes. you inflict your damage twice as if you had made two successful attacks. That's Woo! very pleasant. All right. And now we're going to do the cultist because it's next in the book. So evil. Cultist. You add your level to attack rolls. <laughs> you are also a good fighter. Uh, you have a spiritual enemy that you may banish from your presence as a simple action. Choose one of the following. Beasts, dwellers in the deep, fairies, golems, humans, or the undead. Keep okay. in mind, they're human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like the cultist that scares humans away. <laughs> Who joins your cult? <laughs> What's your willpower modifier? Uh, plus two. All right. Uh, you have a mastery of two spells per level, plus additional spells equal to your willpower modifier. Uh, so you begin the game with four spells. We're going to randomly roll them, mind you. So <laughs> keep that ready. Awesome. Make a note, four of them. Yep. Done. All right. And we're done. Thief. Mm, I suspect I can search anytime as long as I'm not wearing search plate. an area in haste, if the dungeon level is equal to your level or lower, you must roll equal to... Oh, gotcha. All right. Yeah. This is this is a threefold ability searching. Mm. <gasps> we have so many left-handed people at this table. First off, it's kind of sexy. I'm gonna start from the simpler version. First off, you always find hidden things when you mm. spend a turn searching a dungeon of your level or lower. And you always roll against your full dexterity score when you search a higher level dungeon. That's if you take time. Mm. Okay. However, if you do it hastily, if the dungeon level is equal to or your level or, or lower, you simply roll uh, equal to uh, or lower than your dexterity score. If it's a higher level of the dungeon than your level, then you roll against half your dexterity score. Ooh. This is a roll under Kenny game. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's still 3d6 on these rolls? Yeah. I want to change. No, it's no, uh, d20s? 1d20. I want to change my weapon. Too late. <laughs> and it's written down. Did you write it down? Yes. It's on the sheet. God oh, damn it's it. done. What did you want to change it to? A sounding device hooked up to a car battery. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> She's a champion of evil who likes to hook up people's nipples to electrodes. Oh, this isn't. No. <laughs> sounding device hooked up to a car battery. Oh. Uh, okay. Anyway, anyway, thief, note that yep. you are skilled at climbing. Discern you're, you're skilled at thiefy shit. You've played a thief, right? Mm, you know, I, thief. I am familiar with what this thieves is a can thief. generally do. You do thief yeah, stuff. Thief. <laughs> okay. All right. You're a politician. I don't have to pick a certain weapon or anything, though, huh? Nope. Can't use weapons. Oh, so here's the fun thing about this game. Mm. Most any class can use any weapon oh, at nice. any time, unless it specifically says you can't. Oh, it's just these guys get a bonus to their attack rolls because they're martial classes. They do. Gotcha. You don't. However, weapons don't have individual damage. Whatever your hit die is, is how much damage you do when you wield a weapon. Oh, that's an interesting A wizard with a D4 can pick up a greatsword 
and hit someone with it. Doing D4 damage. Oh, they're doing it. a D4 damage. <laughs> I love it. That's great. So it's really cool the way this works. Also, most anyone can use any armor unless it says that they can't. Like you, I can't use your thing mail. is. Have, oh no, I could use it, you but I couldn't do any of my thiefly and, things. But you lose your thief things it. in it. Yeah. All right, spells. Champion. Oh no, the only spellcaster we have is the cultist. Thank Roll, you. Uh, your privileged school. <clears throat> what? I think, I think that's based on... Oh, choose one school other than law. For each spell you have mastered, you may either roll D100 on the entire table or 1D10 on the school table. And I the think, schools, you can randomly roll the school if you want. Ooh, I think you should choose art school. Well, is There art, are 10 schools. There are 10 schools yeah. other than law. But there are total 10 schools, including law. How many schools are there? Uh, 10, including law. <laughs> you so, should roll a D9. Would that be... Just roll a d10. <laughs> and if you get law... Well, Don't eat the dice, Jacob. Nine. Ooh, nine. Nine is law. <laughs> Three. Okay. Three I signed d- up with the missionaries. I didn't realize what I was getting into. <laughs> You're the worst evil cultist ever. Isn't that usually how that goes down? Three is divination. Ooh. Maybe that'll be undercover at the law school. All right, so here's how this works. Undercover okay. You can Lawyer? choose to roll 1d10 on the divination table or roll 1d100 on the entire table. But Is we that... skip law. Right. Oh, wait, do we? Big. Oh, we can still give you law. You can still get law spells. We're going to go 1d100 on everything. Okay. Right on. I got four spells. We need a bit of everything. Are you sure you just don't want to... A divination spell? You can, okay, we will go there's with... There's some fucking cool we will, ones. We will go with one divination okay. spell, and the rest will be off the right. D100. Uh, one. Clear audience. I can hear things at a distance? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, it's really cool. Nice. <laughs> Either that, or you can have a little sit-down and powwow with somebody who works at one of those Claire boutiques in the mall. Oh, and for the record, these aren't <laughs> fire and forget Get spells. Get your ears pierced. Claire's audience. You can use these spells multiple times. Right, mm. nice. Oh, I want to be a spellcaster. Okay, the green one's going to be the tens die. Going for the D one hundred eighty nine. Nice. Or sorry, ninety eight. Even nicer. Shrink. Ice. Does like, that mean I reduce in size, or does that mean I help people with their emotional and personal problems? Hmm. I want to sit down and have a little power. Sit down on the cultist couch. <laughs> <laughs> Lay down on the couch and talk about your mother. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fifty. <gasps> Right in the middle. Do a lot of drugs if you're a union. Second wind. It's a healing spell. Ot three. Brutal weapon. <gasps> it is a battle spell. Okay. Nice. That's is that four? Is that three? Oh. Four. Oh, was, oh, okay. Really? Yep. Shrink. Oh yeah. Second uh, what wind. What sort of spell is shrink? Shrink is a heal uh shrink is a transformation spell. Okay, next we're gonna do your social status. Ooh. This, this is, is where my this is where my three charisma is really going to shine. <laughs> social status. Oh yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, each of you roll three d six. Your social class. Yeah. Please God, not another an aristocrat. Oh, we roll starting equipment randomly based on social class. Ooh. I have a program for the record that I wrote Nine. specifically <laughs> for this game. Wow. That at one button, you press it. And it creates it a brand you, new huh? character complete with a full equipment list and spell list from this game. Just letting you know. So class of 11. What'd you get, Linzel? 13. All right. Nine? 19. Oh, n- 
Nine. <laughs> Nine is none. You are middle class. City folk, freemen, merchant, and proletariats. Eleven. Eleven. You are the same. Middle class, city folk, freemen, and proletariat. Thirteen. Thirteen. You are Unlucky. knighthood. Oh, lesser, fuck you. You are from lesser nobility, successful bankers and merchants, and wealthy city folk. At this rank, you may be called Bay, Forest, or Sheik. <laughs> Bay? Bay. B-E-Y. B-E-Y. You may be called Bay, Ferris, or Sheik. Bay caught me slipping. Ferris? You have a legitimate leadership position, which Bay. I don't think you do. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> so Bay. I'm from hey, a Bay. well-off family is what it comes to. Hey, Bay. Yeah. Hey, Bay. Hey, Bay. Hey, Bay. Hey, Bay. Oh, okay, Bay. now mm. I need each of you to roll a D10. Oh, oh wait, wait. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> hold on. For me, a D10, Jacob. Oh, gotcha. We're each going to have you. No, not a D10. You need a D20. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, God. Uh, don't throw the dice, please. Didn't throw it. I would be very We've angry. We've all drank enough that we are becoming that. that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Each of you roll a D20. All right. This is for your motive. We'll start with you, Jacob. You got it? Motive of 15. 15. I'm going to re- You I got must a 15 fight also, the so nightmare incursions in order to bury or uncover a family secret. Seven? Seven. You can't work a normal job because you have. <laughs> You have no profitable skills other mm. than adventuring. <laughs> uh, 17. 17. You must fight the nightmare incursions in order to free yourself from a curse or something that haunts you. Hmm. These are your personal motivations for going <laughs> forth into the dungeons. My personal motivation is that I can't get a job? <laughs> <laughs> My... My curse is that I am so dumb. (laughs) I come from a well-off family that apparently kicked me to the streets. Maybe you're like a fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth son. I guess It is Persian. Yeah, sure. Now we're going to do some random starting equipment. Right on. Uh, I think most of you are middle, two of you are middle class. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and roll those. What what did we roll? What you're going to roll is 3d6. Each of you is going to roll 3d6. As high as you can. No, super high or super low. Seven, unfortunately. Eight. Sixteen. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, fifteen, excuse me. Fucking eight. Seven. Does anybody else really want Chick-fil-A right now? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it just me? Chick-fil-A. Wow. Anyway, we'll start with Poppy. Yes. You have... In fact, both of you yes. have the same thing. Yeah. You have the same role. Both of eight? Uh, you get a seven, you get an eight. Okay. Uh, you have 1d6 flasks of oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll a d6 to determine your number, Poppy. <laughs> One. You have 1d6 <laughs> vials of acid. You have a crowbar, a hand mirror. <laughs> A leather jerkin, which is light armor. Six torches. A tinder box. Swipe left. Hey. A set of tools for the profession of your choice. 
evil tools. Yes. You, <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of those like uh, fake voting ballots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Evil tools. And then finally, you both have a, <laughs> this is my favorite part. You both have a small collection of hand drawn pornography. Yes. <laughs> However, we have French like postcards. all middle class. Prawn. Tinsel with, tinsel with an L. Mm. You have 1D6 doses of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're with us. Mm. You're our dealer. Well, I do have no marketable skills. Oh, this gets better and better. A dozen sticks of incense. You're a hippie. A lantern. Hippie. Uh, two flasks of oil. A tinderbox. A small Say that hammer. Like it's an insult. Hippie. <laughs> Small hammer. Yeah. A dozen iron spikes. A sword cane. Ooh. Half a dozen pencils. <laughs> so that's okay. uh, that's Linsel with a P. Mm. And a notebook. A pencil. <laughs> you have a notebook containing an earnest young man's surprisingly eloquent poetry. Oh, darling. Notebook of poetry. The question is whether or not you're the young man or exactly. someone else is the young man. I don't know oh, that poetry uh, is at the top of my list. You are what a thief. You I am what a thief. thief's tools. I do. Uh, as a cultist, yes. you also have uh, an expensive symbol of your cult and a piece of clothing that signifies your faith. And as a champion, uh, you also have a book explicating your ideology. Because I'm evil, middle name is misery. That's it. Boom. Thank God. Oh, my God. Well, Do you want to randomly roll some names? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's good, because I, I feel like I'd struggle with uh, an attempt to come up with a name in this sort of setting. My name is John the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> cultist. If ever there was a cultist. <laughs> I'm going to have to look up what the Persian version of John is, because there has to be one. Yeah, uh, what you're gonna do is each roll a D twenty and a D twenty for oh, your first it. and last name. Okay. Okay. Eighteen. Or sorry, uh no, just one D twenty. So you're gonna roll a D twenty for your first name. Eighteen. Uh twelve. Okay. Uh eighteen, are you male or female? Or uh, gender neutral? We are gender neutral. Sarsiak. It has actually a complex set section on how to build a name from mm. these words. Yes. Uh, but uh, Sarsiak and an associated word is Sumak. Oh! I rolled a uh, three. A three. Uh, male, female? Male. Male. Uh, male would be... Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Masculine names. Common could be Darud, or rare could be Dariush. I'm happy to go with a more common Darud. Okay, Poppy? 12, and I am male. Male. 12. Common could be Mirza. However, rare could be Kashair. I like that one. How do you spell that? K-A-S-H-A-Y-R. Kashair. And then there's a whole bunch of stuff on noble families and namings and how the whole, uh, uh, the, the, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually a fairly My complicated section of names going Kasha-yer. into the, the, the Arabic or Persian style sure. of names. Cool. Very but anyway, cool. That, that's it. You're ready to go into a dungeon. Fuck with, yeah. With, and be so evil. Yep. Evil.
Yeah, now, I don't know how we met also, one another. You could also instead have rolled money and bought your stuff, but I like the random rolls oh, yeah, better. Yeah. Random is better. I do want to highlight some of the awesome bits of random equipment that you can start with in this game. I'm very pleased with the sword cane that I ended up with. It's pretty cool. I, w- I would like to note, okay, so if you had rolled an 18, you would be of the Blood Royal. Now, in these in these sections, it's always the threes and the 18s that have the best results. Mm-hmm. Sure. The so if you had rolled a three, if you had rolled 18 and got Blood Royal Social, but you had rolled a three for your equipment, you would start with three pistols, two dozen bullets, a powder horn, a signet ring, a flouncy shirt that shows off your chest, <laughs> and a poison dagger you took for the man who tried to kill you yesterday. Oh, man. What? Can we just say that I rolled that? <laughs> Whereas if you had rolled an 18, a signet ring, a jeweled dagger, two other weapons of your choice, an armor of your choice, an armored war horse, two weeks of rations, 50 feet of silk rope, a bedroll, a grappling hook, and a letter from the nightmare realm offering you a crown of your own should you agree to betray your kin. <laughs> That's very specific. Well, Well, you know, I realized that none of us rolled any food. (laughs) (laughs) However. I'm so evil, I don't need to eat. If you had rolled the Wretched and the Lost, so if you had rolled a three on your social status, Mm. and then a three on your equipment, you begin (sighs) with, you have a pistol that spits forth the concentrated fury of a dead age, (laughs) long buried, (laughs) and forgotten. It never needs to be reloaded. Wow. That's, uh. (laughs) That is dramatic. I didn't realize those kinds of things existed in the Middle East during this period. Whereas if you had rolled an 18 on that, you have 1d6 doses of drugs of your choice, a club, (laughs) and a mask that lets you see ghosts, spirits, and invisible things. Fascinating. Yeah, now my sword cane seems kind of (laughs) lame. I love this game. The last Uh, character I rolled for this system was a wizard who ended up with like four pistols it's just kind of like when I'm done with spells, it's like I'm turning into the grandpa from. Here's one lesser, no- lesser mm. nobility rule eighteen. You have a compass, a hand mirror, a lantern, two flasks of oil, a tinder box, a magnificent looking sword, a notebook, half a dozen pencils, a pair of dice, dark tousled hair, <laughs> and the love of a foolish young maiden <laughs> smitten by that crown of thorns you wear, oh bastard child. Wow. <laughs> Do I have to write that down in my equipment? Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. I love a woman. <laughs> I got a copy of this from John Stone when I told him I was writing a program to automate the creation of characters for this game. And he mm. sent me a copy of all the text and I just exported it and converted it to a Python. And that's one of the items that you nice. totally get on nice. your equipment list. Can you get that in Hammer Curl? I've. I didn't want to rip on his stuff for okay. Hammer Crawl, so okay. I took some inspiration to okay. writing some new stuff, but it's not one for one. Gotcha. Fair enough. Well, that's so cool. Tell us about these characters. What's their story here? Why are you going out into the dungeons? Well, uh, I can speak to Darud, uh, you know, growing up from a uh, a minor noble family in this region, I, I thought that I had everything all set out for myself, but I've always been the black sheep of my family to some degree. Uh, not well liked among my family. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> not really well liked among, among most people who know me. 
<laughs> um, really, hardly how anybody does, likes me. How does me. that manifest? That's a charisma uh, you know, of three. I think that his charisma of three has to be associated with a really foul smell. I think I feel like when your charisma gets low enough, it's not just that you have a hard time communicating, but there's something about you that is off-putting right from the very get-go. It can't be just about how you act. It has to be something that is intrinsic to your person. Three charisma is absolutely scraping the bottom of the barrel. Uh, so, you know, I feel like you take to the streets, you uh, you steal what you can, you try and move away from your family, you become disconnected from them. You start to find that laws sway in, in ways that uh, suit your fancy. You ignore certain rules. And uh, and then you maybe fall in with a tougher crowd that, uh, you know, has some more pointed, nasty intentions. And uh, maybe they are, uh, they have a very convincing argument for why you should follow their path. So you didn't start evil. You let no, them no, convince no, you no. to be. Well, yeah, I was. I turned evil because I was kicked out of the house by my family. <laughs> well, that that checks out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is definitely one of the darker ones here. How did you end up with these two? Well, I, I don't know exactly where I found them, but I'm sure wherever I did find them, I found them immediately intriguing. The brothel. Well, you probably found them at the adjective animal beer beer mm. hall. Yeah, adjective <laughs> animal beer hall. Yes. Nice. The fucking octopus? Yes. <laughs> that seems less Middle Eastern than I was, Middle Eastern, was thinking. Yeah. Uh, the Maybe Randy the, octopus. The Randy squid. The, the pointed scorpion. The, the cuddly cuttlefish. <laughs> the cuddly, cuddly scorpion. I love it. The, the cuddly, cuddly scorpion. scorpion. The cuddly scorpion. <laughs> yes, it's a very evil bar. You, you found them at the cuddly scorpion. <laughs> Sounds about right. Adjective animal. Brilliant. Yeah, were now, you guys trying to recruit? What's your intelligence? Eleven. Okay. What's yours, Jacob? My intelligence is an eight. Okay. You're clearly the smartest of this group, which means you probably put it together. Now, he is clearly dumb as a box of hair. <laughs> yeah. But it's so evil. <laughs> and, and so, so strong. For, and so ferocious. Yeah. But I think perhaps he doesn't have a very strong sense of smell. <laughs> as, as a result, you know. That's my curse, no, you see. He, think, curse. he thinks it's him. Oh, sure, sure. Like, yeah, oh, you're God. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I've just never spoken up about it. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you smell really bad. Yeah, bro. What's going on with that? Sumac bin Kansari mm. is uh, a l- l- younger child. Uh, when I found out my family's dark, dark secret, I strangled one of my own elder brothers, which is where I learned my taste for the garrot, and mm. it headed to the streets. It's tough going when you're a bit of a weakling, but when you find someone who's a budding champion of evil, who knows mm. their way around a pick, as long as you keep them well liquored up, you have a friend for life and a protector forever. Self-interest is my game, Sumac's my name, and I think I may have found a thief that I can ride to success. I'll I'll do what I can. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right on. I love it. That's the nightmares underneath. That's brilliant. I feel like I'm ready to throw myself into a dungeon and die horribly. (laughs) (laughs) This party is not going to survive long. But we're going to look so good doing I'm it. I'm going to maybe charm and willpower my way through a couple things, but that's about it. Yeah. 
There's a part of me that's terrified that Poppy's going to stab me at the back at the first opportunity. I probably will. <laughs> Gosh dang it. The question <laughs> is whether or not it's because Happy, uh, Poppy thinks it's the right thing to do. Poppy just wants to, mm. or because Poppy forgets who you are. Right. Like what? <laughs> shank. Impulse control. <laughs> no, you don't shank. You smack with that's a hammer. That's right. <laughs> smack yeah. with a hammer. I'm going to smack your so that's, shit up. That's the nightmares underneath. It's, very cool. It's a very Fun. Char- cool. I, I love the random equipment. It doesn't necessarily create capable characters, but mm. it does create them that are interesting. I would play this as a one-off, like, dungeon crawl. I don't think I'd want to play this as a campaign. You have played this as a one-off dungeon crawl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I ran this for a hammer crawl yeah, session. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you as were a, the yeah. pornographer. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait. This is not I don't surprising. remember hearing about that class. <laughs> I don't think that one's been published yet. <laughs> it's, it, that was the Knights of Gathar Bar. We're working on it. We're working on yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, it was Broadchad Radad. Broadchad Radad. I can't remember my character's name, but he was a fucking weirdo. He was a weirdo. I went there and it was so the twisted. apple has not fallen through. Yeah, the I mean, like we're surprised. I mean, I'm I'm weird in mind and in, in like in like creativity, but in actuality, I'm like really square. You know, that's <laughs> so where I let you, my freak flag fly. What do you foresee in this group's future? We's going to die. <laughs> Do you I, see this group actually functioning in any way? Like, well, I think maybe we're uh, we're going to try and work towards some sort of cultist goal. That sounds reasonable. I honestly see what's going to end up happening is some crucial clutch situation is going to come out. You're going to have the intelligence to see us through it. I'm going to have the willpower to argue you incessantly <laughs> so we don't do anything. And they are going to have... The raw anger and stupidity to get bored and kill us both. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna get bored and just That's like go to end town on you with a hammer, smashing both of us, huh? Hmm. Smashity, smashity. Uh, yeah, I see this. If your group, if you as players work together, then you can probably overcome each other's weaknesses. But yeah. again, this is the kind of this party is ripe for role playing excitement. My hmm. favorite. I would love to run this group as a one shot. Hmm. I would love to see what happens. My favorite music is the sound of smashing bones. (laughs) So that was a band from 1997. Smashing bones. Smashing bones. They were on the indie scene. It's a little weird. I mean, I have to say we're we're creating characters in this sort of, uh, um, you know, Aladdin-esque, Arabian Nights-esque setting. And we've all created evil characters like, is that because we associate the setting with some sort of malfeasance or is what, it just random? What I think happened ultimately was Poppy's character was most suited for a champion of evil. Mm. Yes. Stats lined up for that to be an ideal choice. Sure. And then and Jacob, Jacob was similarly. like, well, I can work with that. I can work with that. And I was, Jacob couldn't be lawful. I couldn't be lawful. I mean, yeah. yeah, And so, yeah, neither of you guys could be good. And (laughs) And it all just cascaded. (laughs) And honestly, like, I, I've had enough alcohol that I completely forgot about the Persian thing already. It was just like, (laughs) evil is fun. (laughs) Let's do that. And to be perfectly honest, if you're not looking from the Western portrayal of uh, sword and sandal literature, um, Persian literature gets fucking dark, mm. oh. really fucking dark. Sure, and it's it's wonderful. Um, this book lists as its inspirations. Uh, well, I'm going to skip some of the games here. Nope, they're all <laughs> games. Never mind. Just run run the list. 
yeah, I'm going to go through the games that are listed. And uh, the first one is very important because its skill system is inspired by Apocalypse World. Uh, Apocalypse World hmm. is one. Uh, basic D&D, uh, which he lists twice huh. because there's two versions. There's the version by Frank Menser and then the version by Tom Moldbeck. Uh, they are very different games. They are. Uh, anyway, uh, Black Sand by Mark Gascogna. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, Carcosa, Dungeon Crawl Classics, Dungeons and Dragons, Expert D&D, Freebooting Venus by D. Vincent Baker. Oh, that's with that. so Into the Odd. Most of these are games. I'm looking uh, into the odd. Cult, Metamorphosis Alpha, oh. Miseries and Misfortunes, The Rise of Early Modern Science, Islam, China, and the West, Yep, which is not a game. Uh, Shh. Shanama, yeah, by Ferdowsi, translated by Ahmed Sadri. Mm-hmm. The Venture of Islam, uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, White Hack, and then Wonder and Wickedness. Vastly, these are role playing games. games. Fascinating. So is this a sort of game which, uh, like uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics, has a tendency to lead to? fast player death in uh, sort of random and ridiculous ways or is it a little bit more uh, robust than that? Well, here's how this works. <laughs> and Dungeon Crawl Class, I will rebuke that statement. Oh, okay. But, fair but enough. not fiercely. Okay. Dungeon Crawl Classics does not necessarily lead itself to fast player deaths or character deaths. If it led to player deaths, that nobody would, be really would come to the table. Yeah. <laughs> but it does not necessarily lead itself to quick character deaths what it does is it leads itself to cull the weak and inexperienced uh dungeon crawl classics much like any old school game can be mastered and ultimately dominated by people who play wisely Hmm. i've seen people survive a funnel with all three or four of their starting characters because they chose to be wise they explored the scene they focused on each thing the GM said and like, I'm going to manipulate that statue or, you know, they let someone else do it. <laughs> but they still had to create a number of characters at the yeah. very outset because there is an anticipation that one of those characters is probably going to get killed somewhere down the line. I mean, this is the kind of game, much like old school D&D, that, yeah. it, you know, it tells you to create a character randomly. You could totally approach this. And say, I want, I just want to be a fighter. So mm-hmm. I'm going to roll my stats and assign my highest two and then whatever. Sure. But yeah, it does. It, 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 if you don't play wisely, your character is going to suffer a horrible fate sure, in the sure. nightmare incursions yeah. that these dungeons are into the world. Well, and given our general sense of intelligence and willpower, I feel like, uh, we're likely to make a poor choice somewhere down the line. <laughs> I think poor choices have already been made if we're if this group is going into the dungeon. I would like to make take a moment to talk about evil. Mm. Because evil is up to interpretation from the person portraying the evil. Evil doesn't necessarily mean chaotic evil. Mm. In this game, it simply means that that is your bent. You are bent towards violent selfishness or you know numero uno fuck everyone else is ultimately i guess what evil portrays us yeah your characters don't necessarily have to be psychotic murder hobos no probably better if they're not i think if your group was more a selfish we are setting ourselves up as a crime syndicate Mm -hmm. in the beginning or Mm -hmm. 
a really selfish a, a group of slavers or a group of uh, extortionists. Or I mean, there's no reason why we couldn't actually be, to some extent, beholden to whatever cult yeah. uh, Sumac over here is uh, is representing. Uh, certainly, if the cult has some kind of a hold on us, it might drive us to uh, to be more evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, people think evil, evil, and they think Cobra, but or something like that. It could but just be spreading the gospel of our cult. <laughs> evil doesn't necessarily have to be stupid. Yeah. I mean, I'm, also, I mean, I'm stupid. <laughs> but even, even stupidity can be targeted towards a, a specific purpose. Ignorance or, can you know. be very evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you have a really stupid warrior, mm-hmm. but that warrior is committed to your cause. So that means the two of you have an additional weapon in your inventory that is long as we can keep it pointed in the right direction it's a metaphor you know it's more of a metaphorical weapon but essentially you have a a weapon at your disposal which is point them at something and make sure they know it's bad well and it's always a boon even if your party is evil to have at least a common goal Mm -hmm. also something else to remember is that evil people don't consider themselves evil unless they're insane (laughs) yeah so you may be how evil i am yeah those characters are boring generally you may be be aligned towards evil (laughs) but you may be you may have things that are considered socially evil that are considered against the general morality of the setting but you yourselves aren't sitting in a bar going what evil can we do today <laughs> i am definitely sitting those games in a can bar. be fun though <laughs> i am sitting in a bar twisting my mustache sharpening my hammer, hammer. my hammer <laughs> hey that kind of hits extra hard because i'm really dumb i'm sharpening my hammer <laughs> i gotta sharpen my hammer <laughs> i like to sand it so it's got a really fine surface yeah, yeah. hey thief can you steal another hammer I have one. Our fighter just <laughs> sharpened their hammer into nothing. I guess again. a sharpened hammer is ultimately a pick. <laughs> Essentially, good thing they're good at both. Yeah, yeah. But picks yeah, are hammers. I, I could see these characters being focused on a cause, and that cause could be against <laughs> the general wellness of the society. Well, it, what do you do when our champion's hammered? I'm not sure, but I know what you don't do. You don't pick a fight. Oh, no. oh on that oh, note. No. Oh, on that groan. I, I would I would like to see this, this party. Hmm, it could be fun. There may be powerful items yeah. at the bottom of these dungeons that we can devote to the cult. I feel like we need one more character to round out the party. I, d- I think so, too. Yeah. I'd However, just be afraid of that character being substantially more average than we are, and we're fucked. I'm a champion no. of law. We're like, yeah, come along. Yeah, I see come that, on, buddy. I see that character being Xander playing a good aligned bard. <laughs> so if that happens, we say nothing about what our alignment is, and Amazing. the entire goal is we're stringing this bard along so we can sacrifice him at the bottom of the dungeon. We want him to tell our great tales of our evilness. Oh. Either that or what you're going to do is you're going to go in, you're going to get them out, you all get out of the dungeon, and then you roll them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's there. what the three of you are. Mm-hmm. Three of you are a group that gathers a fourth adventurer into <laughs> the dungeon. This is not the, four, the first time we've done that. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, look at my new hammer. <laughs> Whack! <Do> you- <laughs> Let's, let's go in the dungeon so we can rob you. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> wow, this is a this is turning into a weird, super Persian weird, thuggy cult. Yeah, <laughs> really. Um, 
So I just have to ask, with an intelligence of three, yes. does your champion of evil have a traumatic brain injury? Well, they are cursed. Ooh, no. uh, I don't think they have a traumatic brain injury because their ferocity is 16 with a modifier of a plus two. Maybe uh, uh, brain injury causes uh, a dexterity ferocity. of 12. I'm, okay, um, that's not ruling anything out in my experience. Well, okay, that's fair. I mean, it kind of just, I guess it depends on where the... I, I honestly, I think it does make sense for both of you, for all three of you to be part of the same organization. Yes. yes. Because you yes. have a cultist <laughs> of evil, a champion of said evil, and then a thief yes. who is also uh, evil. Ah, the fucking octopus. That's Maybe. our cult. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> you were partially lobotomized, no. and they took the good part out of your brain and yeah. only left you yeah. with the championship there we go. of evil. And my curse is that I'm trying to get my part of my brain back. That's my. <laughs> it's in the dungeon it's somewhere. In the dungeon <laughs> with the heart and the treasure. I know a guy who knows well, a guy who can put it back in for you. You know a guy who knows a guy <laughs> yes. who told you that it was down in that dungeon. And I believe them because <laughs> yeah. I'm basically an evil champion. Middle class Pekingese. <laughs> trying to find my brain. So this is an interesting group. I would love to run this as a one shot. Mm. Uh, just yeah, to totally. See where these characters go, I would not run this as an extended campaign. No. Mm. I would. Probably I'm not. just as a GM. I'm not all that into evil. You know, oh. I, I like heroes. Yeah. Even if they're not like the world shaking, God destroying heroes, I like people that have solid principles and I can get behind and that that I can appreciate. It's have you ever seen the Savage World setting Necessary Evil? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't run it. I don't I don't run really into supers. Yeah, that's I love you all. I've got to go to bed. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to go ahead and close this out. Thanks Woo! for listening. This was a uh, character jam from Biker Sice and Bars, and we were doing The Nightmares Underneath Nightmare. by John Stone Metzger. It is a beautiful book. The art is amazing. It is considered an, an old school style, classic inspired retro clone role playing game. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's really pretty. There's supplements now. You should check it out. Right and on. Anyway, uh, I'm NPC. I'm just Jacob. I'm Linsel, like Tinsel, but with an L. Poppy Beaujolais. Thanks for listening, folks, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining us, friend. We've reached the end of Bikers, Dice, and Bars. Talking bicycles and motorbikes, gamer things and all the like. You can listen to it in your car. The Bikes, Dice, and Bars. Yep.